another episode of Bits Over Broadway. Bits Over Broadway. I feel very echoey. Oh no, Mitch, Mitch left it now. <laughs> Mitch left it now. It sounds so fucked. bad. <laughs> uh, Connor, any biz? You know we have no we biz. Have simply none. None. Oh well. Um, okay, well then let's dive in because this week we have a guest. When we are talking about an amazing musical as well. Yes. Um, yes, this week we do have a guest. We have with us in the room writer and comedian uh, and editor-in-chief of the Broadway Beat, Zach Raffio. Welcome to the pod. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah. Yes. Thank you for being here. So excited you're we here. We do love the Broadway Beat. It <laughs> yeah. is so funny. It That's gets, so nice. It yeah. gets into uh, our... Like, a lot of our group chats. Yes. <laughs> our theater kid group chats most of the time. Yes. <laughs> yes. We, we definitely want to be like, you know those chain emails you get that are like, you have to send this to 15 people Hell or yeah. you die? We want to be the that of satire. So yes. if you could really make Perfect. sure you're passing it to... <laughs> We will, we will okay, uh, noted. be sure to pass that on to all of our We've friends. We've got the yeah. assignment. I'm ready. Include <laughs> threats because it doesn't really work if you don't. Yeah, you honestly need to like threaten bodily mm-hmm. harm yeah. for people to take it seriously. There yeah. have to be stakes. As it, we've said as many As we've said many times. times on this podcast, there have to be stakes. <laughs> it just doesn't work. Otherwise, we're, what's the point? What, what are, are we, we doing, doing here? here? <laughs> okay, and this week we are talking about Hades Town. Way down, oh, Hades Town. So excited. Um, so Connor and I just saw this. Uh, well, yesterday, as we're recording, but this simply will not drop until August. So, <laughs> so true. Um, we saw it two months ago <laughs> at this point. Um, yeah, we went and saw this. Uh, Zach, have you seen the production as I well? Have. Okay. Yeah, nice. Amazing. So, we will all be working from the same place. Yes. Which I love. Oftentimes, Connor and I find ourselves watching two different bootlegs. So, <laughs> that, that really um, yeah. will we'll throw off the. Uh, it, it can. It can. It can cause a real problem. Um, okay. Connor. Oh, all right. <laughs> He's also off. excited about the show. Okay, Connor, hit us with some facts and figs. Facts and figs. Every day. Where Just, does he get those He crimes from? me with this. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Did you guys not know that was no, the drop? No, it's always all, a surprise. It's always a surprise. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> Well, and it's always a horror. <laughs> it's it's my favorite part of the show. Um, Hades Town is a musical with music, lyrics, and book written by Anais Mitchell. Um, its production history is a little different than most shows. It started in Vermont in 2006, and then it did like a very short tour between Vermont and Massachusetts um, in 2007. Um, and then Anais Mitchell didn't think it was going to go anywhere, so she ended up releasing it as a concept album in 2010. Um, it then went and had an off-Broadway uh, performance at New York Theatre Workshop from May of 2016 to July of 2016. Um, and then they did a couple of other like out-of-town t- um, and international productions before they t- uh, went to Broadway. They did an Edmonton production from 2017 to 2018 at the Citadel Theatre, and then a UK production of November 2018 to January to tw- uh, 2019. And then in March of 2019... It started previews on Broadway and it opened in April of 2019 and it has been running ever since. Um, They did take a brief break because of COVID, obviously, but um, they are back and better than ever. (laughs) And uh, they did launch a tour in, I think, 2021. Mm -hmm. Um, The off-Broadway production was nominated for a bunch of awards, uh, two Drama Desks, one Drama League, seven Lucille Lortels, and one Outer Critics Circle Award, but they didn't win any of them. Um, crime. Yeah. But hey, crime with the Lucy hey, Lords. The wow. Lucy Lords. They're jealous. They um, are. They're so <laughs> jealous. Uh, but the Broadway production was nominated for 14 Tonys. 
won eight, including Best Musical. Seven Drama Desk Awards and won four. Uh, three Drama League Awards and won one. 12 Outer Critics Circle Awards and won six. And then it was also nominated and won the Grammy Award for Best Musical Theater Album of the mm. Year. Um, and just a very brief synopsis. Hadestown tells a version of the Greek myth of Orpheus and Eurydice. Eurydice is a young girl looking for something to eat who goes to work in a hellish industrial underworld to escape climate change-induced poverty before her lover Orpheus comes to rescue her and together try to show the others a way to escape. All right. Woo, baby, let's get into it. Um, I'm, I'm already crying. <laughs> I'm, I'm already choked what, up, What's honestly. crazy is when you said, like, the New York Theater Workshop, you said 2016. For yeah. some reason, I'm not the first person to say the pandemic is, like, warped time for oh, everyone, God. obviously. Right. <laughs> but this, like, stuck out to me because I'm like, you could have told me it was 2009, and I yeah. would have right. believed you. Like, 2016 feels so recent. I yes. know. And I feel like it's just, like, been in the world forever, like, that sort of infamous yeah. off-Broadway run. Wow, yeah. it's just so strange. It, it really it's is. wild. Yeah. yeah. And I was reading in Wikipedia because um, there's the whole thing with Hades and like Hades Town is building the wall where like that mm-hmm. gets attributed to the 2016 Trump campaign. But yeah. like right. that part of the show has been in the yeah. uh, like world since 2006. Yeah. We yeah. do need to remember that that the wall has been <laughs> sort of politically even yeah. before Trump. But <laughs> no, I, I do remember that because I when I first encountered this show would have been like early 2019 Mm -hmm. um, when we were moving from California to New York and I obviously the wall was very like Trump it was full blown like just really hit at a very interesting time I feel like Um, and I was obsessed with that like concept album recording or I guess it was from the off-Broadway run yeah Um, it must have been because it was like it was released in 2017 so is it, it the one with the yellow cover on Spotify? Yeah. I think that's the concept album. Like, yeah. Um, from 2010. It's a 2017, but maybe it just got re-released. Re- Let me check. I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> um, but I truly listened to that. Oh, yeah, it is 2017. That. Yeah, I listened to that over and over and over again. Um, so that was my first introduction to the show. And honestly, when I put on the Broadway cast recording previous to, like prior to going to the show, I was a little bit... Um, nervous because there there are some pretty significant differences between yeah, they made a that, lot of changes yeah between that concept album and the, uh, what ended up being the final product um, and I wasn't sure I was going to like it as much because I loved the first thing I had heard mm-hmm. so much but then we got to the theater and I fully was obsessed with it yeah, I'm, I'm, absolutely. I'm 100% on board now but um, Zach I'd love to hear about your sort of experience with the show and how you first came to know about it that kind of stuff yeah, I mean, I was kind of late to the game. Like, you know, like you're saying, you fell in love with the early version. I think that's that's a lot of people's stories with like whatever first version they hear. Yeah. Of a musical is like the one they love and mm-hmm. that totally makes sense. The Broadway version was the first version I heard. Okay. So that was kind of like sure. I worked backwards to like the off-Broadway recording and was like, this is great in different mm-hmm. ways. Yeah. Yes. And then listened to the concept album and was like, this is great in a lot of different ways. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I really only heard of it like when it was coming to broadway just okay. just like nice. i was like oh i i think i had like heard of it in 2016 yeah. like mm-hmm. i knew about it but i didn't listen to it i hadn't listened to that recording at all yeah i was just like oh yeah i know the, the name hades town i know it was a thing right yeah. but i wasn't familiar at all yeah. um so it was coming to broadway i heard about it um and then i didn't get to see it until january of this year okay it was oh, like wow. always at the top of my list of like yeah. when broadway's back i need yeah. to see hades town i just didn't mm-hmm. get a chance to yeah um 
it, it's it. it's surprising like how even living in the city it's like well broadway's right there you should be i should be able to go all the time but it's yeah. like it doesn't it's no longer and it also work like after that. the tonys you're screwed. oh my god that tony price bomb <laughs> when you yeah when you get 10 tony awards <laughs> it's like well good luck you're gonna need yeah. to wait a little bit to see this one because <laughs> there are so many like weekends where like it'll be a saturday where i'm not doing that much right, right? and i'm like why am I not at a matinee of yeah. like the minutes right now? Like, yeah, why am exactly. I not seeing this thing? I'd like to see that. I have the luxury of seeing so close yeah. to me. Yeah, I mean, right. Truly. Get up early for rush ticket. There's, there's other factors. Of course. Like, it was just so strange that I was like, it's like, I'm, I'm you know, a big theater fan. It was mm-hmm. like the musical of that season. I was just like, didn't get around to it. Yeah. It's so yeah. strange of course. how that happens. <laughs> it is. Like, well, I'll get to it eventually. And yeah. then right. it closes. You're like, and oh, then you're whoops. like, well, fuck. <laughs> yeah. And then there's a big virus. Oh, yeah. God. Like, oh, well, that I hate thing. when that happens. <laughs> yeah. If I had a nickel. <laughs> that really, like, I'm, me controversial. I think that messed up a lot of things for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. The virus. Um, Brave of you to say that, honestly. Yeah, I mean, very brave of and you to say that. And you can cut this if you want to, if you think your listeners aren't it's ready pretty to hear hot. it. It's a pretty hot take. Um, it is a pretty hot take. <laughs> but I stand by it. Yeah. I'll, I'll tweet it if you delete it. Okay. You know what? I think, I think we're going to keep that in. Yeah. People need to Bitch, hear that. keep that, that in. Um, <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I thought, what I love about this is you don't have to know the Greek myth to... No still enjoy the show I think um, I was actually talking to a friend of the pod Catherine Jankowski because mm-hmm. she had seen this um, I was talking before like, oh we're going to go see this whatever and she was like I didn't know the story at all going in she's yeah. like I mean I'd heard of those characters I think everyone has kind of generally heard Familiar of with. Persephone yeah. maybe you've heard of Orpheus and obviously Sarah Rule had a play a whole play called Eurydice, called Eurydice yeah. so like if you're familiar with that you, you know sort of the story anyway but she was like, I had no idea what the story was. She still enjoyed it, still loved it. She's like, it was quite a shock, the ending. She's like, I did not know that happened. Did you hear people in the audience gasping? Gasp. When Gasp. uh did that did you have like people surprised in your I, I had yeah, I mean I mean especially because the ending is so like affecting like yeah. the song. Like mm-hmm. I knew it was coming, I knew the story generally. Right. But I didn't know how it was gonna be presented. Yeah. So I was very affected and I was like, I can't imagine someone who had truly no idea. Oh my god, right. I know. it must right. have been very surprising. <laughs> it's so surprising. I feel like you don't. I mean, they keep. We texted. We about talked this, about this earlier. They keep telling you over and over that it's a tragedy. That they it's keep a, that it ends. Reminding you yeah. of that, and I just think we have really moved away from um, writing tragedies. Yes, I just don't think you see that very much anymore. And, and if you do, it's usually in like genre. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of horror stuff is tragedy, obviously. Sure, sure. But like, or like really dramatic, like love stories. Right. You could get. You could get into that, but like. I just don't generally it's a happy ending like generally yeah. the characters survive and I think what's so we're super jumping ahead here but no, it's okay. I think what's so affecting is that you are so close you're yeah. like well they did it. they did it it's done like we're good and then you literally see the set change the and you're like they're back gets ch- like snatched out I know. from under you it's so good the turn is yeah. so good it's that, even when you know it's coming it's that thing of like maybe this time yeah. they'll make it and they say that but yeah. it really does feel like that like I, and I did not know I mean I knew because I'd heard the album mm-hmm. but I did not realize they totally reset 
Like yeah. that they just start the story over yeah. again and have her come back in and have him come back yeah. in and just do the whole. I think that is the thing that made me cry more than anything else right. where I was just like, oh, my God, they're just going to do it over and over and over When she again. comes out, she's like, anybody have a match? I was yeah. like, fuck you. It's like tears just falling. Just middle fingers and tears. And you're right. They do say like, like, we're going to tell it again. Like we sing it again. And it rubs your face. And at the end, it's like, we told you, you idiot. We told you a thousand times. I'm like, yeah, but I was jamming to that trombone i wasn't <laughs> listening like they're literally the way that they tell you that it's so sad is like in the best like the most bopping music you've ever fucking yeah. heard in your life and you're like okay well obviously they're lying to yeah. me because yeah. i'm having so much fun right now it'll be kind of sad yeah. but then it'll be fine right his yeah. suit is silver how can he have bad news exactly <laughs> he's so fun I look at her him. look at her really pretty green dress it's gonna be fine <laughs> <laughs> um, did you see it with, I can't remember when all of the cast kind of left. Um, so who did you see it with? Yeah. So I saw it was during Omicron. Mm. Oh, so okay. Andre DeShields was out. I don't know if it was related to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he was out. It was T. Oliver Reed, who was really great. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then Amber Gray was supposed to be out. Okay. But she filled in that night because I think the person who oh, fills in really for cool. her. I'm forgetting. I think, was it Lana Gordon? I don't know. I don't okay. know. Yeah, yeah, I didn't see her anyway. It was Amber Gray like filled in. Yeah. Oh, nice. And it was one of those things where it's like we didn't know what we would have missed. Right. Yeah. I'm sure the other um, Persephone was great, mm-hmm. but Amber Gray is like such a force. Has oh, been, like, with absolutely. It from the beginning. So yeah, we were so happy been. to get to see her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and Reeve Carney was out for, for like the whole month. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. So his was also not Omicron related. Okay. Interesting. Um, but uh, Eva Noblezada and Patrick Page were there as well. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you got to see Patrick Page. Yeah. We, he was out he for, was out for our our show um, mm-hmm. last night, but still great. Eva yeah, Noblezada is so fucking oh so good. God. It's just like Holy that shit. voice just comes out. Yeah. You know, like, like, from where? From yeah. where in your tiny body is <laughs> She's so small. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so show me the box. Yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> Opening and having the recording play. This is exactly. for sure. Um, yeah, and we did not see, so Amber Gray obviously left. Yeah, she's um, out. So we did not see her, but the person who, I think her name was Jasmine, I want to say like Jasmine Sullivan. I, Do you have your playbill? Um, not handy, okay, unfortunately. I <laughs> we should have grabbed I'll it. Grab it at the, I'll grab it at the act break. Yeah. Um, but she, we were reading her bio, and mm-hmm. she had been with the production since the since the off Broadway production, yeah, but as right. a fate. So she was like, uh, she literally said in her bio, like, yeah. I've been coveting the role of Persephone since like the inception yeah. of this, yeah. and I feel like you could tell, like, oh, she yeah. was so good yeah. and fun you and could like, like sense her joy but even though it's like a sad role sort mm-hmm. of like you could tell that she like really loved that role and yeah she brought a really interesting like a much different vocal quality to it than amber mm-hmm. gray had mm-hmm. um deeper like she's just such a warm a really tone to warm her and resonant voice mm-hmm. um and it was a really interesting change i think yeah not, I, not to say that amber gray's bad i know she's not. a fucking she's talent. Yeah, yeah. yeah but it was different yeah. but good it was, it was good different. it's always yeah, it's always fun to listen to the OBC yeah. and then see someone else do it. Like, yeah, seeing their interpretation. Mm-hmm. And we had enough of the original cast. Yeah, Reeve was also. We saw in, Reeve. We saw oh, cool. Eva. Yeah, yeah. So that was. Um, and the Hermes we had was an understudy as well. Yes, but he was, he was really so fun. Yeah, really yeah. good. Was um, he was he like bald? No, no he had um, a he had man a bun. bun. Okay, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so it must have been different than yeah. who we saw. Well, you know. The, I guess that we'll know by the time this episode's out. True. Mm-hmm. Did you hear the rumor about who's replacing Andre DeShields? No. no. Apparently it's going to be Amber Gray. <gasps> 
No shit. Ooh, I yeah. love that. But it's just a rumor, so it might so not. Cool. <laughs> They're waiting till um, what's she Macbeth? Yes, oh, yeah, to close before they can announce, and then of course probably rehearse her for a bit. Yeah. I imagine. Yeah, but okay. She'll just cross the street and we and have yeah. we have some connections to Macbeth. We could maybe get the inside <laughs> scoop on that. The scoop. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that would be so cool. I we were kind of talking about this last night on the train. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a friend who was asked to tape for the show yeah. and um, his wife was talking about like, well, you know, like what role would he tape for? Right. And she was like, you know, maybe not Hermes. And she's like, cause because Andre de shield was the, the face you right. think of for that. She's like, well, he's not old enough, but I was like, well, the, the Hermes we saw was 35, yeah. maybe like, like super, super young. Yeah. And he's, listed as no age and clearly no gender. No gender. Yeah. So like, which is awesome. Which I think is so cool. Yeah. I, I really appreciated how um, diverse the casting mm-hmm. was. Uh, especially, I think you can get kind of weird it's when people hear With about Greek, Greek myths. They're yeah. like, if these people aren't all white, what are we doing here? But oh it felt very nice to have like yeah. a good mix of people. I loved the fates. Um, oh my god, I was obsessed with the fates. They're so so good, so good. creepy. Yes, so like the fates. I feel like sometimes people can get a little bit too um, witchy with it. Yeah, but they were really good and just like just really good fady. Yeah, freaks. Like we know the future, and they're sort of teasing you about yeah. it. But I, I just loved. I thought they did a fantastic job. Yeah, really, the really like their them. physicality. I think is mm-hmm. what sold it. Because yeah. they're sort of doing like witchy, like mystical hand movements, mm-hmm. but it's not like it's like more stylized than yeah. anything. I don't know. It's just it was just so like every time they were on stage, my eye was just drawn to them completely. Yeah. yeah. So good. Yeah. It was the set is incredible. Um, I had no idea what the set was honestly going in. I didn't know what it looked like at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and to have so many moving pieces, I'm such a sucker for theater. <laughs> like <laughs> I know it's so basic to have a thing in the middle that goes up and down. Like that's, that's not yeah, have, like, an incredible elevator. feat, <laughs> but I'm just like a little monkey at the zoo when it happens. I'm like, yes, I'm, yes. I'm so curious what like the touring production might be like because right. they're not in these theaters forever. So like mm-hmm. how yeah. do they mimic that? What yeah. do they do? Right. Because especially because the staging is so important to the show, like at mm-hmm. the end when she yeah. like descends back. Oh, oh my God. What a like, great trick that yeah. that is. It's, it's so, so good. good. But I'm so curious like what the, yeah, what, what the adaptation yeah. might, must be because mm-hmm. like some of those theaters they're in for like three weeks, but some right. they're in for like three nights. Yeah. Right. So well, Can't I imagine. think um, I'm not sure about the going up and down, although I think you can probably use a trap that already exists. Maybe if the stage exists. I don't know. I'm thinking my only other kind of theater experience is the Fox in St. Louis. Right. Um, and I saw Wicked there. So I know they had a trap. Yeah. Because gotcha. They obviously used that to go down and get back up. Of course. Um, but I know like when they tour Hamilton and stuff, they take. They kind of take the set with them. Yeah. Like they kind of build their own. Well, I mean, set like every Phantom night. also did that sort of thing where mm-hmm. like they had to like basically change everything True. about the production of that or like yeah. the production design of it so that they could have like the candelabra being collapsible mm-hmm. and like that right. kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'd love to see it on tour. Yeah, and it, and it helps too that like they're playing like huge professional houses. Right. Like they're not playing like right. the high school auditorium. Right. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> they probably have something in place to mimic it. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yes. But yes. I'd be curious to see it on that scale. Yeah, definitely. I um, yeah. 
I want to know if they have to like travel with their own treadmills or something like that. <laughs> like that'd be so, that'd be like yeah. <laughs> so bizarre. I, I'd love to see this, how they get it to come apart and come oh, back yes, together. Right. That was maybe, that might've been my favorite moment of oh, the production when they like are going down and all of a sudden the stage just like breaks apart and you're so seeing, good. it's just so, I was shocked. I was like literally, my yeah. breath was taken away. And because, especially because they have the lights swinging mm-hmm. and like, I okay, Rachel Chavkin that. loves playing with lights on a string, <laughs> and I I applaud her for that. She's we support her because she did a similar thing, like not exactly like the swinging thing, but she did a similar thing in um, Great Comet, oh, where like okay. a lot of the lights were like dangling oh, throughout the house, even because okay. the famously the Great Comet, like um, they they use the entire theater for the show, yeah. um, but like. It, she does a similar thing in that, and it's just, it works so well. Mm. When it's done well, it works really well. Yeah. I I know that there's a calculation. I know that they've been in rehearsals for months. Yeah. I I do have faith that they all know what they're doing. But I was like, Reeve, you got to watch out, my guy. They're going <laughs> to block get, you. They're going to get brain. Someone got hit <laughs> right? down the line. Exactly. Yeah, at Somebody some point, did. someone yeah. got knocked. I, I imagine he did it with a helmet. You couldn't pay me to I would not. hope so. <laughs> That's an OSHA violation if it's a day. Yeah. Like, let me be fully. I'm going to get, like, those big suits that they use for attack dogs. Like, that's how I would be rehearsing that scene. Like, I just have a lot of fear. It does feel like you could put, like, the jackass guys up there and just sort of let them go to town. Just have Johnny Knoxville do a couple takes. And then we'll see how. We'll get it worked. All the kinks worked out. Yeah. I I was a little nervous when they came out with the big lights, cause they carry them on stage. Yeah. Um, and they're huge, like Edison bulbs in a caged sort of mm-hmm. light fixture. Um, they're as big as a person's chest, like they're huge. And so the ensemble brings them out and are kind of doing choreography with them. And I was like, well, they surely can't turn them on and hold them because that would be so hot. Yeah. Um, And I couldn't figure out what they were going to do with them. And I also was very afraid of being blinded. Of course. (laughs) So I kept closing my, I kept like squinting because I was afraid they were going to like turn the lights on. Um, And then I saw those, the, the, yeah. uh, The wires, the wires come come down from the ceiling. And I was like, no fucking way. Yeah. And then they started sw- like just every I love being surprised. I love when And it's a good it's not like a bullshit like we're just doing this for the sake of it. Like it it's a good surprise. Yeah, and it felt beautiful. Like yeah. it, it just was <clears throat> that that moment when he starts singing and the walls like broke apart and all the lights were swinging. That was the moment in my head where I was like, I take back everything I've ever said on this podcast. I love theater so fucking much. <laughs> yeah. It's not bad. We should keep doing we it. Should, we love it. We should continue to do musical theater. This is fucking amazing. This is amazing. Yeah. For every first date, you yes. it's, it's worth a, it's every 10 first dates is worth a, a Hades, a Hades town, town. Honestly. Absolutely. Like it's just a beautiful, beautiful production done by people who really care about the story mm-hmm. and who really, um, understand the story and I think yeah this is obviously coming off um we we're doing a double header today yeah. and so we've just been talking about uh, our previous episode uh the boyfriend where we watched productions of people who really clearly yeah. did not understand the material and so the juxtaposition of that versus this where Rachel Chapkin worked so closely oh, yeah. with Anais Mitchell to help develop this mm-hmm. production it's just so evident that like both of them have the care yeah and 
uh, dedication to the piece and want it to say the yeah. same thing. Everybody's on the same page. Everybody is working towards the same goal. And mm-hmm. it really is incredible. Yeah. And they knew what they wanted to say with it, which was important. Yeah. yeah. And I think one thing that like, um, I don't know, really sets it apart is that I feel like in any musical, there's like the song or the right. two songs where you're like, those are the fucking ones. Right. Yeah. And in this one, it's like, there's so many. Every time yeah. you think you just saw the song, mm-hmm. yes, the next one is the new the song. <laughs> right. The new song. And it happens. And very few musicals for me personally have ever done that where it's just like one after another. Yeah. And you are getting like, that was it. Yeah. And then you're wrong. Yes. And I think like, I don't know, that's what really, that's one thing that made it really stick with me that I yeah. was like, how is this so good? So consistent. Right. It's, and I think that making the choice to have it entirely sung through really makes the show shine like mm-hmm. sometimes the, it doesn't necessarily work with a show like uh this especially yeah but like i think that was such a, a good choice because especially because they're constantly referencing it as like this is it's an old song mm-hmm. it's a sad song mm-hmm. and then it is just one giant fucking song and it's so oh god i love art what i love <laughs> is that it well one i'm gonna bravely say okay. no bathroom songs in this Na- nary a bathroom no. song to be song found. um i like truly what you said zach just every single song is amazing yeah and it they all build on each other. So mm-hmm. like you hear a song and then guess what? You're going to hear like threads of that melody yeah. for the rest of the show. Yeah. So it's like, it's kind of like what we talked about with into the woods where each character sort of has their own musical yeah, like their own um, signature, yeah. but, but different because it's not just applied to one character. It's mm-hmm. just bringing in almost like ideas or themes. Like yeah. it's still the lovers. It's still um, Hermes. It's yeah. still the railroad. Like, and every time a new song happens, we're just adding it to the mix. Like we're building yeah. on what's already been established. And it almost for me was hard to not hard in a bad way, but like where do the songs begin and end a yeah. little bit? They all sort of just kind of flow into each other, but in a way that right. was appreciated. I mean, there are very definitive like, yes, it's definitive. There are songs that are their own thing. Yeah. But because there's so much building, because there's so much use of the songs that have already happened, it was like just adding to the sort of swell of the story. And so then it made it even more affecting when you get to that moment where, um, Orpheus has to sing for Hades Mm -hmm. and everything goes quiet and he has to just do his song and there's nothing else. I know. (laughs) And there's nothing else. And it's just him singing. And you're like, even when it's Reeve Carney, you're like, okay, amazing. <laughs> and you've heard him sing that song the whole so time. And you times. don't yeah. care. And yeah. you don't care. So good. You're, like, it's still, you're still like still fully crying. in it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. You've heard so much of the song and right. then it's still so good. And I love. I think that's just a testament to the work that they put into the show. And like mm-hmm. I said, I, th- I think that goes back to the choice of having it entirely sung through. Yeah. Almost treating the entire show as if it is one song, mm-hmm. which yeah. is um, a really strong choice and I think probably comes from Anais Mitchell's background of being a singer songwriter. Yeah, right. absolutely. It, it reads like a concept album. Yeah, 100%. Um, but it works so, so well. And everybody's just to start from the beginning, like 
Hermes coming out, and I'm not sure, I'm sure that this happens with every Hermes, but our Hermes really took his time, <laughs> yeah. like, starting, like, really just, like, adding a lot of dramatic flair, like, yeah. took 30 seconds to unbutton his jacket. I did find a slime nu- slime tutorial on YouTube, and I, it was with Andre de Shield, and he did a similar, <laughs> very, like, the... Like the the hand movement and yes. then like very slowly opening the opening jacket. The jacket. Yeah. See, our guy was aggressively fast. He ran out oh. with a sandwich and he was <laughs> and he was sort of checking his watch and he yeah. was like, I'm on hold with uh, my babysitter and I really gotta get fucking back. Yeah. So we gotta hurry so this first can we, up. Can we get this going? Can we get it? My kid has a cold and she won't pick up. And we were like, This is we paid so much money for this. This yeah. is so bizarre. I'm this is what I'm getting for Broadway prices. Yeah. Yeah. The Listen. band's not even out yet. Like, why are you like, how are you start, how are you singing all the parts? Yeah. <laughs> he skipped the thank you five. Yes. He said yeah. that's my cue. Get I'm going on stage. Better babysitter. I don't know what to tell you. This is text. This is so I love the musical because of uh, his interpretation. Yeah. Of course. That is yeah. a really interesting choice. I like that. Yeah, this yeah. guy was milking it. I'll oh, yeah. say every moment he was on stage, he was like now it's luxuriating yes. in the moment. Um, which worked, honestly. Yeah, I loved 100%. it. Uh, really loved the ensemble. Thought they were incredible. Great. Our Hades actually... Uh, doubles as ensemble so he's ensemble slash understudy for Hades and which I think would be so interesting I know yeah. that's like the life of that's, an understudy that right happens a lot but just like oh I can't people are so talented <laughs> I could never <laughs> I could never pay attention and then completely yeah. inhabit a different character um but he he was great I wish we could have seen Patrick Page Shame. only because his voice makes me just like jello inside yeah of course um he's hitting low notes that are just like <laughs> they're like not so much notes they're like frequencies yes. right. makes sense. they're like, just yes. vibrations and, yeah, and this is by no means an insult no, he's so no. good no. but truly you're listening to him like and you're like it's not so much like i don't know if he's hitting the key i don't yeah, know if he's right. like in the right realm but he's doing it yes he's definitely there like i can't tell you if it's musically right right <laughs> But there's, he is sending my stomach through my butt. I was just so. gonna say he does make my butthole quiver. <laughs> yeah. Like he's hitting the brown note, yeah, like as we speak. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. um, and I will say, our Hades was does not quite have no, the vibrations have the, the, of Patrick that Page. Lower range that, that we might were be looking a singular for. talent of yeah. Patrick Page, yeah. but but he's still very very incredible and really. Um, our, he's Hades is hot. I'm just. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna say he's sexy hot. as he's fuck. He's always he hot. Yeah. I I never get the impression um, from the concept album with Patrick Page. This is just again purely impression. So please correct me if I'm wrong. He doesn't come across as super angry, but our Hades was very very like, short tempered, angry. Yeah. angry. There was a lot more um, anger behind it. Versus, I feel like Patrick Page or just to my ear plays it a little bit more um cool slimy like yeah. he, the old hat this he's used to tricking people he's like yeah. you know just a little bit more laid back and both are incredible i appreciated the mm-hmm. um sort of like edge of violence that our hades was I giving i think that's what made me so attracted yeah, to him yeah it it's it's big scar energy you know such big scar energy <laughs> like this guy's definitely going to choke me out and yeah. i'm kind of into it i'm like yeah okay that's fine with me that's interesting too cuz like i feel like yeah i feel like the calm cool is like coming from a place of like I don't have anything to worry about. Right. Yeah. I'm in this God. big steel town. I yeah. can do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. Whereas like it, 
that way when he starts to get really affected by the song, you're like, oh, they got him the one way they could. Yeah. And, 100%. Uh, yeah, I think that's really effective. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think Hades is such an interesting, because he's technically the villain of the story, but he's also not. Because mm-hmm. you're kind of rooting for him and Persephone mm-hmm. at yeah. the end of it. Yeah, you want them to stay together. Yeah. Like, it's very clear... It was very clear during the stage show. I would not say that I got this from the like, listening to the album yeah. that they were once in love. Right. Like to me, listening to it through the first time was like, oh, he just trapped her. Under, yeah. Like he he trapped her. I mean, he that, stole her from above. That is the myth. Right. But yeah. I, but, but the way it's played in the stage show, it's like, no, no, no. They loved each other at one right. point. And yeah. she made the sacrifice to come down mm-hmm. every year um to be with him and something got lost along the way yeah. and it's that moment of when he, Hades sings the song with Orpheus and then produces the flower yeah and like I just was uh, was overcome like I loved it so much and it's a trick we've seen before right yeah. Orpheus sings the song to Eurydice and produces the flower and right. that makes her fall in love with him and then Hades does it for Persephone yeah. and they're like they rekindle something mm-hmm. that was very clearly lost, and I just thought it worked so well. Like you're a hundred percent right. He's the villain, but he's also not the villain. Yeah. Like I want them to be successful, and it's like to go with the climate change through line here. Yeah. It's writing the things that have been out of balance. Right. We're right. bringing we're bringing the world back in tune is sort yeah. of the refrain that is used, and he's not the villain because you do need. You have to have both. It can't be summertime all the time. It can't right. always be um, flowers and celebration. You right. have to have those, like, you have to have the winter, too, to yeah. balance it. Um, so he's not the villain in that sense, but he is the villain for, you know, like, building a wall and right. making people work their whole lives. <laughs> for, um, he is the embodiment <laughs> of capitalism. I mean. Yeah, exactly. Who us I mean, dabbled. <laughs> dabbled in light capitalism. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I will say I did love when Eurydice realizes when she gets down and has like essentially signed her afterlife away. Yeah. And she's like, I just wanted to go to sleep, man. Like, I just <laughs> right. wanted I to just close wanted my to have eyes some food. and not fucking worry about anything anymore. <laughs> now I got to work my whole, the rest of eternity. Yeah, like, right. That is a deep fear. <laughs> so true. So true, bestie. Um, yeah. And luckily it's the type of job that you can leave at the door. You know, some people really bring their work home it's with true. them. It's true. Like that's one where it's like you clock in, you lift and stuff. Yeah. And then you, and then you, you grind, you, you Walk out, you yeah. turn that headlamp off and you go home and watch TV. And yeah. There's something to be said. And you that. just veg on the couch. Yeah, she's yeah. young too. She'll be fine. She'll be fine. fine. She's strong. Until her back gives out in yeah. like 20 years. But it's you know, fine. she's got time. Yeah. You know what? She gets three squares in a cot. It's fine. That's hot, it's honestly. Fine. That is kind of hot. That's what she was looking for. And she got what she wanted. <laughs> yeah. What is that saying? Where it's like, don't regret the thing that you have because at one point it's the thing you wanted most. <laughs> What I wanted, a life of eternal toil. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we all find out that we actually just left at the end of Act One. And we were right. all like, that's the message. Just settle. Just <laughs> settle. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Your boyfriend is going to ignore you. Yeah. So kill yourself and settle. It's fine. <laughs> kill yourself and settle. You guys were out by 915. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I with that show. The dream. Yeah. You were on the glass house and yeah. you were eating we those were risotto balls. We had to get, we had to get on the, fran- uh, the FDR and get back to Connecticut. Yeah. Exactly. Um, No, I uh, I really also love that the band is on stage. Yeah. I thought that was so fun. And it gives the actors that chance to like have Hermes luxuriating because he really just fucking takes his time. Oh, yeah. And 
they're just watching like wait mm-hmm. they have to be ready at any moment to sort of leap into that um and cue things up and i just i really uh, i love a band on stage i'm that's such a, good, a sucker for it it's, it it's works also, for me every time yeah I, I love it too and it's also one of those things where i'm always just like good for them they're getting more money because yes. you get a hump and I'm just yeah. like exactly I'm like I'm glad yeah, yeah you deserve that so my, my dad was um, he was in the orchestra for Chicago for 13 years oh, oh my wow. gosh yeah. so he was on stage yeah and he was playing two instruments and he was in a tux the whole wow. time oh my gosh so he was just like this is the best of all the world. Right. <laughs> this is the gig yeah he was like this is 13 years yeah <laughs> that's awesome yeah. I um, love that but yeah, and I have a friend right now who's in six, similar thing. Like she's okay. a drummer in costume on stage. Nice. And just like, yeah. Oh, oh, I didn't know the band was yeah, on stage for I didn't set. Know yeah. that. Amazing. Um, cool. And they're like dressed in like these cool costumes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's one of those things I'm like, man, if you got the money, put that band on stage. Put that band, band on stage. stage. Yeah. Give them a give them a costume. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone loves it and they make more money. That's yeah. exactly that's it's a best win-win. of all the world. It's yeah. a win-win. We love that. Yeah. Yeah. I so true. I really I loved the trombone player. It's so heavily featured. Yeah. And I'm not a brass girl, as I've said many times on this pod. I'm more of a strings gal, but I loved the trombone. I thought it was so fun. It's such a distinct sound yeah. Yeah. for this show specifically. It's such a jazzy musical. jazz yeah. was like so good. And when he like goes to town on it, like he's walking oh around, God. I'm like, oh, yeah. yes, yes, he's having fun. I want you to have fun. Yeah. What I also love about this show is the appreciation appreciation for the musicians not mm. just by having them on stage but taking all of the end of our lady of the underground to it, call yes. out who is playing what give them us like give them a moment to be applauded yeah. and recognized they're named she goes over to them like i love that like i love calling that out yeah. and giving them their like, little moment on stage yeah. and doing it in the middle like honestly top of the act like yeah. you're not waiting till the end this isn't something yeah. where people are just uh, like obligatory right. applause it's like no we're giving them a moment it acknowledges the fact that the band is part of the show as yeah. well yeah which is a nice moment like they're in that world for yeah. whatever reason mm-hmm. yeah they need to justify it yeah it's great yeah it's so good i would love to know where they got the steam whistle um where who sourced that where from whence did it come <laughs> you know, I mean, there are train tracks around New York. We have mm-hmm. like uh, mm-hmm. Amtrak stations. So maybe they just like went to Amtrak and were like, hey, do you guys have like an old steam just, whistle? Just like we can honk just on. Hang on. <laughs> is, at one point, Hades is just fully like, I feel like his whole body weight was yeah. on that string. <laughs> That's why Andre Shields had to leave. It was too straining <laughs> yeah. to, too, to too hard. double fist and jump <laughs> and down on that whistle. He's so like, light. He's so skinny and so yeah. light. Such a Sprite of a man. I mean. <laughs> Hollow bones for sure. <laughs> Bird bones. <laughs> um, I thought the use of the platform in every iteration was great. Getting um, mm. getting furniture off the stage, getting yeah. furniture on the stage, sort of using it to reset, having characters come up. It moved much faster than I thought it would. They were able to control the speed in a way mm-hmm. that benefited whatever they were yeah. doing. Like they really took their time getting Hades and Persephone down. Mm-hmm. Um, but then in contrast, at the very end, when Eurydice is going down, they get her. I mean, it goes she, she, she also starts drops. really slow. Mm-hmm. Um, when, oh God, that moment when <laughs> Not to make they're you just cry. staring at each other mm-hmm. and she's like, it's you. Yeah, it's it's me. me. And then just a slow sink down. It's mm-hmm. like, feeling 
your whole heart fall into your ass. Mm-hmm. But then it kind of speeds up. Like, she's yeah, and then slow she, first, and then, and then also she drops to, yeah. it's very clear that she drops to her knees. They didn't take her down that fast, but yeah. I, the fact that they can control the speed a little mm-hmm. bit, I thought was really a smart move. Yeah. Um, because it affects the, the the drama of the scene, and it's yeah. helpful when you just have to get shit off the stage, like right, get right. the chairs and the tables out of the fucking way. <laughs> you can tell that they're not using the tech for the tech's sake. It's enhancing mm-hmm. the story in a way that really um, does play up like the gravitas and the emotion and everything that's happening on stage, mm-hmm. which is nice. Yeah, and gets it's it's low not a Spider Man. <laughs> Tragically, why didn't we Reeve get Reed right in a harness? <laughs> and if Patrick were there, he could have had a team. Exactly. Could have I had want, a nice I want them reprise. both in a harness and I want them fighting above me. Orpheus <laughs> fighting Hades to the death with a guitar. With his guitar. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm here for. Do you think Reeve, so when they were rehearsing the, the lamps, do you think he was like, not again? Flashbacks for sure. Yeah, PTSD I moment. had enough injury on a Broadway exactly. stage. I kept my back intact this long, yeah. my God, please. Please, please let it stay intact. They are trying to kill Reeve Carnes. Right. He's going to do the free solo musical next. Exactly. Oh, God. All right, I'm here for it. I'm ready. I'm ready. Um, yeah, I I will say I loved the production. I would say Reeve Carney was my least favorite part of it. I wouldn't say yeah, I didn't, you didn't like it. You didn't necessarily. I would just say it was not my... I thought everyone else was more interesting. But the benefit of this show is that even though he is ostensibly the main character-ish, yeah. it's kind of four main characters, and they yeah. all took their bows at the same time, so right. you can't really say that he is more than the other, but right. he is sort of the protagonist of the story. Things are happening because of him. Right. And But even not caring for his performance as much mm-hmm. didn't affect how much I loved the show at all. No. Like, he is doing what he needs to be doing. It was just a couple of physicality choices that I was like how did your um concerned about how did your Orpheus act (laughs) um he's okay so this is something I said to um Haley who's uh the co-editor of the Broadway beat came with me um we were talking about it and I was like I feel like he was an adorable child and he had like when the actor when he was a kid yes um and and the idea being like he acted very much like he had this childlike like wonder okay. behind him and stuff. Uh, it worked for me personally, okay. but was Reeve kind of that he, or not at all? He played it very like awkwardly, like he had never interacted with another human being before. <laughs> right. Yeah. I would say that he was probably trying to do childlike yeah. wonder, um, but it came across as a person who should know better, <laughs> <laughs> who was being naive, and yeah. I was like. Uh, I mean, he's... It was less lost in the own, like, thing of your brain for me, which I think is sort of the point of Orpheus, is that he's just so swept up in this, um, like, objective, this larger, I have to finish the song inside of me. And it was more like a man who... Oh, so it's a new brain. (laughs) (laughs) It was just a man who had never met another human being. (laughs) Maybe had never spoken to a person before. Or walked, really. (laughs) The way that Reeve walked around the stage was bizarre. Bizarre. Everything you're saying is kind of what I've heard of his performance. I think he's been consistent in doing that. (laughs) Well, thank God for that. that. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, he wasn't just like... (laughs) Right, just last night, he's like, well, let's change things up a little bit. What if I was a weirdo? (laughs) Right. Just mixing it up every day. You never um, know which Reeve you're going to get. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess it's just I didn't. 
I was like, I would never speak to this gentleman. <laughs> this is yeah. upsetting to me. I but don't know. It's very funny. It's fine. It worked out. Um, again, we've talked about Eva, but oh God, an she's so fucking incredible Eurydice. She's so so yeah. good. Um, I really loved the scene. Um, oh gosh, I can't remember the song now, but it's right before she decides. It's right before Hey Little Songbird, I think. Um, before she oh, makes the, the deal, the, yeah, the storm. Yeah, the storm. Yes, of course, the storm. When she's like fighting with the fates, with the fates like yeah. the fates are pulling at her. They're obviously being the wind, but mm-hmm. also sort of representing that like apocalyptic. Yeah. Um, everyone's kind of fighting for themselves, and I just thought she was great in it. I thought the fates mm-hmm. were really good in it. I thought it was a really um, great depiction of sort of the world. Like you're hearing things are. Things being what they are, times right. are getting harder and harder. Things are getting hotter and hotter. Like the the summers are blistering, the winters are freezing. Right. Like there is no middle ground. It's just hard to survive. Mm-hmm. Um, how are you going to make it worth my time? Right. I love that like line of questioning, kind of, and <laughs> love the artisticness of the Greeks obviously just being like oh well we'll figure it out (laughs) (laughs) I'm actually really good at writing music so that'll probably fix some things (laughs) well the interesting thing about this is that like the the uh, seasons being out of tune is sort of the interpretation of the Hades town itself. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily the interpretation of like the Hades sure. and Persephone myth. Yeah. Um, I was a Greek cult myth kid. <laughs> well, uh, you're gay. So. I am gay. So it, <laughs> it tracks. tracks. <laughs> um, Wait, you were a Greek myth kid? <laughs> I loved mythology so fucking much. I had a book that was uh, called God's and gods, goddesses, and monsters, and I read the Greek mythology uh, chapter like every day. I love that because I was like, I was like stupid, like I like Crash, I, like, like crash Bandicoot, so obsessed. So I'm like, that's so cool that a kid like something that could like help them. Yeah, well, I was like super into like Lord of the Rings and fantasy, and that so that's like real world fantasy. Right, right, right. So like, yeah. yeah. It works. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know it's definitely leaning into the like yeah. capitalism climate change that Anais Mitchell is bringing to Absolutely, this. Absolutely. Uh, full in your face saying. And But what <laughs> I love about it is that it doesn't feel like that. It very clearly is. Yeah. If you were to go into the show knowing that right. that's what the message was, then I think that reads very clearly. But it doesn't feel like preachy. It doesn't. No. It doesn't feel like, especially because the end... It sort of is unresolved a little bit. Right. Like, it doesn't say... Because Hades says, we'll try again next spring. Yeah. Or, like, next fall. Yeah. And they do say, like, he brought the world back into tune. So it's sort of implied that, like, things will be better. Right. But that's not really being, like... And then we ended fossil fuels, mm-hmm. and then we stopped <laughs> drilling in the Arctic, and everything was good. And everything went back to You know to what normal. I mean? I feel like sometimes messaging like that can get... Yeah. It, walks that very fine line of being too preachy or being too simplistic of an end. And I thought that it was well addressed without being like, and here's the simple solution. I was just going to say, she's she's not giving you the solution to the problem. If anything, the solution that she's presenting is um, unionized. Work together. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Essentially, that's basically it. Yeah. Um, And it's not saying like, oh, well, like you said, they're not magically rescuing the entire planet. It's just mm-hmm. like, we're going to work together and we're going to keep going and keep telling the story, essentially. And what I really like is maybe if we can make 
our way out of this. Yeah. Other people can follow in our footsteps. Like yeah. if we can get ourselves out of this mess, if we can make a different choice, if we can change our fate, right. then maybe everyone else can do the same. Um, and I, but then it goes down to the folly of man. Yes. where like, <laughs> And doubt comes in. And doubt in. comes in. Can you really change things via individual choices? And yeah. that's the <laughs> fucking thing with capitalism. And here's my thing. <laughs> here's what I got to say. And, he, and not, he, not please to, do pop off. Not to sass the Greeks, but his concern is that like Hades has tricked him yes. and Eurydice wasn't behind him at all. Right. But the deal is if you turn around, she's going to go back to hell. Yes. So even if she wasn't following behind you, like it's the same result either way. So why would you turn around? Like she's gone either way. So just get out of the cave and then turn around. What are you doing? My guy. Like, I also <laughs> think like the logistics of like how far behind was, cause I could be like, right. like are you good? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, she's been singing this whole time. Right. That's my, my question. My question about the logistics is like, are they not allowed to talk to each yeah. other? Yeah. Like what is she like, can't what's... like hold onto his shirt. Right. <laughs> yeah. And if you really start to dig into stuff like that about anything, it'll, anything falls, falls apart. Oh, yeah. So yep, it's like, yep, I'll yep. let yeah. it go. Put too, too much in the key show and lose all of there. Yeah. It's the type of thing where it's like, I would like reach my hand back and be like, just like give it a smack. <laughs> right. if, you're like, yeah. if you're good. Give me an ooh. ooh yeah. like, uh, or you could do like, uh, while you're walking, like do, uh, 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 oh fuck! Nothing. Shaving a haircut. <laughs> what? Shave the bump, bada dum, bump, and then see if she finishes it. <laughs> I love that you took like a little bit to get to something that neither of us knew. I did not understand <laughs> Thank at you. all. Incredible! It's a perfect joke. They, I, that's what I'm saying. I'm very good at my job. Comedy is when no one understands what the fuck you're talking about. That's as what I've, I've always said. said. <laughs> Okay, I know we're jumping around a lot here, okay. but let's go ahead and take a quick act break, um, and then we will be back with more Hades Town. Okay, we're back for Act Two because we've back, been back, adhering back. very. Um, strictly rigidly to the act, the chronological timeline of the show. <laughs> what we are very good at doing here yeah. on this podcast. Yeah, we're good at having structure and sort of a so flow. So good at it. We're yeah. actually, we have been doing this for so long that we're just like pros now. <laughs> yeah, we have all of our stuff memorized. <laughs> when I tried to mention like the ending before, you both you smacked me on yeah. the wrist That's and right. said, no, no, That's no. True. And I no, was like, please. okay. Keep the you. end for the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I oh, I do want to say so the we sat next to a couple at the theater. Connor and I were lamenting being thirty. Mm. Um, Connor's Not approaching. Yet. I am past tragically. Um, <laughs> but the guy next to us was like, "I'm sixty, so if you could keep it down, <laughs> that would be cool." And we were like, "Yes." He was very deep funny. Apologies. He was very funny. Um, <laughs> yes. Wait, he said that before the show. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <The laughs> <fuck? laughs> we were like, because we were just being like, "Oh, it's being thirty. Oh, what terror." It's so horrible. And he's like, I'm 60. So shut up. <laughs> yeah, it was, that was great. Um, but in a nice way. OK, yeah. yeah, it was it was good. He was like, I thought he was just saying it's like anyone around oh. him. Like, by the way, everyone, by I'm the way, 60. I'm 60. So you're thinking of snickering or saying anything during the show. Shut up. Yeah. Be empathetic. <laughs> no, no, definitely at us for being yeah, for, um, assholes about youth. Oh, it's OK. Um, and if, but then he gave us some great advice, which was have sex with uh, as many people as you can be a tramp and then maybe you'll find a hot husband. Yeah. 
go off. I Honestly, love that. I love that. <laughs> okay, thank Great you. Great advice. <laughs> and then the show started. So it was incredible all around. And he walked on stage in his <laughs> and silver it, suit. And it was. <laughs> and it was Hermes. Hermes. Yes. Um, but during the um, the love song, uh, Which not one? all I've ever known. Yeah, all I've ever known. Yeah. Um, right at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When they like fall in love mm-hmm. and then at the end it's um, say that the winds will never change on us. Say that you'll always be there. I'm going to cry talking about it. I love that song. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I like was crying, obviously, <laughs> and like looked over and they were just like, like oh, they, they grabbed each other's hands and were like holding hands and like being it was so cute. I was like, <laughs> stop, I'm already crying. What's happening on stage? I can't be watching this. Like, it's too much emotion. I have on fake eyelashes. I will cry them off. <laughs> This is not good for me. Oh, my God. <laughs> I have a full beat. Please respect <laughs> Please that. <laughs> respect my beat. But they were very, they were very cute. I Yeah, they were nice. To very talk nice. To. It's nice when you sit next to people who aren't assholes. Yeah, thank God for <laughs> Always that. appreciate that. I get nervous these days going to yeah. into public spaces. The <laughs> into public spaces, like, you don't want to be sitting next to a mask asshole. You don't want to yeah. be sitting next to someone who's, like, talking or on their phone it just sometimes <laughs> it's just too what much what is this boomer energy <laughs> i know i just get nervous like but it is true because it's like i feel like it's one of the few places where we are, are like permitted to just turn off our phone yeah. for a few hours mm-hmm. like you can't even look at it yeah. easily and that's so like nice it's nice it it's a respite yeah like when i saw so i saw um like hamilton years ago and, mm-hmm. and there was a woman in the row in front of us and at one point, her cell phone goes off, and she looks at it, and it's like the brightest the, light I've the ever br- seen. Full brightness. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand why people do that. It is always at the brightest yeah. when it's in the darkest moment. It like, was, what are you doing? Yeah, it was so bright. And I look at her phone. She's right in front of me, and I see it's 10 numbers, not a contact. It's just like a number. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, she's not going to pick it up. It's just another person. Right. She no. picks up, and she goes, hello? And after a few seconds, she goes, I can't talk. I'm in a play. And hangs up as if like they did something wrong. <laughs> I was like, you didn't know who it was. You got mad at them for calling you. Psychotic. In the play. What you answered. Yeah. I think it took me probably like six, seven minutes to get back into the yeah. show because oh, I was course. so like, what, what is wrong is with happening? you? No, but I know it's boomer energy, but like it is truly, that takes you out of it. it and really it is. feels so, I, I get secondhand embarrassment because oh, I'm like, yeah. you're. that's so disrespectful to the people on stage. I feel like personally offended that you t- chose to take this phone call right. for fucking whatever reason. Thank like, God Patty wasn't in, this, in the theater. You would have been skinned alive. Can you imagine? Alive. Yeah. It, it was her night scout. off with Hamilton. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank God. As Hamilton. Um, as Hamilton. Patty as Hamilton. I want to see I it. Would, I would actually pay Hamilton prices to see that. <laughs> to see Patty yeah. as Hamilton. If they did a one night benefit performance, oh, Broadway thousand. Cares could pack it in. They oh, have enough God. money. We would curate. Yeah, one yeah. thousand percent. <laughs> Patty as Hamilton. We curate. It would, ha- it would help. I live. Um, yeah. Patty rapping. Just, I need it actually now. So if someone could do that for please, me. The guy please on TikTok God. who does the Patty impression. Oh, okay. I'll be DMing. <laughs> please, please. Do. I need Hamilton. I was going to talk about. I was. I thought you were going to mention the guy who does the Lin Manuel Miranda impression. <laughs> no, he is also Let's incredible. Let's get him to do a Patty <laughs> impression. <laughs> perfect. I love it. It's perfect. Perfect casting. Yeah. No notes. Um, <laughs> have you ever had someone in your like audience be really, really bad? Mm. Like, have you ever had just someone who was like notoriously? Not that crazy. Not I don't on think Broadway, so. yeah. but at the Fox, it can get like in St. Louis, it oh, can I'll get bet. a little bit. 
My my parents have had some real stories. So they have season tickets, uh-huh. um, and they have ha- have some stories about people. And it's they're like it's a very clearly it it could have been bad before, but now it is a very clearly like post pandemic. Have these people ever been in a theater before? Right. They're yeah. talking to each other at a normal oh level, God. like they're. <laughs> What is going on? Like, you're not at a movie, (laughs) which you shouldn't be behaving like that at a movie anyway, but at least no one on screen can hear you if you're going to be doing that. Exactly. Hopefully. I actually don't really know how (laughs) the technology works. I try to play it safe in general so that I don't. I think that's a good policy to have. Yeah. Yeah, Like, I don't know how voodoo works. I'm not going to start fucking around. (laughs) I'm not messing with For all we know, they're performing that movie behind us and it's being projected on (laughs) the screen. And they're so tired. They're doing it for seven times a day. Yeah, <laughs> that's why they got to stop the Marvel movies. It's Those so guys true. are gonna die. <laughs> the burnout's real. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I've not, I've not ever experienced that. I mean. We joke about it with Bad Out of Hell and like Jersey Boys, <laughs> but those are people who are just living in the. They're I will say, living their best life. I when I went to go see Hamilton, um, I did experience some people like kind of singing along, yeah. and I do yeah. think that that's happening a little bit more now. We have kind of talked about that a little bit. Like yeah. I've I've heard that that does happen in six. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Or it did when it first transferred because it was a big like Tumblr show or yeah. like a big social media show. Yeah, and so. People who've never been taught the children need yeah. to learn um, come and they're like, yes, I get to sing along too. Like, yeah. No, no, no. Apparently, be more chill was bad with that too. Yeah, yeah. I do. Like, I do remember reading about talking that. about that. Yeah, and that's yeah. again another social another media. Social it's media targeted show. at yeah. a younger crowd. Like, it's just I think a um, and also I I hate to like say this, but I do think it's correlated with like almost like masks as well like people just think they can be assholes now like mm-hmm. there's just this weird vibe of people who are like you actually can't tell me what to do at all and there are no laws that apply to me yeah like i yeah. will not be tamed yeah. and it's not just about a mask it's like also i can talk at full volume also i can just have my cell phone out also i can be like right. the worst person you've ever met <laughs> because i'm allowed like yeah i yeah. have no restrictions that can be placed upon me pretty a few, much a few weeks ago I don't see POTUS. Have either of you seen it yet? No, no but I've heard yet. it's great. It's, it's, yeah, it's really fun. And it's very, like, loud, chaotic. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, it's a farce. Um, but there's a few moments here and there where, like, it dies down for a second. And during one of those, like, quieter moments, you hear uh, the viewers behind us, um, a guy go, hey, put your mask back on. And the other guy go, don't tell me what to do. And then the other guy, full with his chest, say, fuck you. <laughs> And it was like to the point where it's like, there's no way the actors didn't hear. Yeah. Right. Everyone heard it. Everybody heard that. And I was like, it's at the service of a good thing. So it's right. fine. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Love it. it was like maybe the only moment where like truly everyone in the theater heard it. Yes. <laughs> oh Had no to way. have. No way not. Yeah. 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 It was like, he's like, I want everyone to hear me say, fuck you. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> fuck you. He chose that moment well. Um, it was great. <laughs> my parents were telling me that I think they went to go see maybe My Fair Lady a couple weeks ago. And they go all the way off. Oh, they love. And, uh, there was, I guess, a moment. It was funny, but it didn't get like a huge. It's wasn't a big laugh line. Yeah. But I guess it struck someone in the audience as particularly funny, <laughs> and they like they're larfing, cackled. Aww. But it made the actors laugh. Like it was just such an odd time yeah. to be laughing, <laughs> and she was the only one who laughed. And so then it like I guess set everybody on stage off to oh the point God. that they like had to like 
take a beat and kind of compose themselves. Oh, I love that. And then get back into the show. It's like I was SNL. Just like, <laughs> I was like, my mom was like, it was so crazy. It was not even that funny, but she really, it really tickled her. And so she just cackled. And then it made this, the whole cast laugh because why are you laughing at this? Obsessed. But yeah, so that I don't mind. Like, I think that's fun. And I that's the that. beauty of live theater, right? right like, yeah. That's a fun thing. It's cool to experience but yeah i'm not here for the just taking Mm-mm. a phone call taking a phone call i cannot i cannot that understand i don't think i've ever had a horrible uh what caitlin said um friend of the pod caitlin reader did say that when we were at chicago there was somebody behind us who was singing along with every song oh, okay. i did not hear that though okay um, I was too you focused. You were just too into Pam. I was, I was so <laughs> enraptured by <laughs> Pamela that I couldn't. Uh, Saw nothing else. Yeah. Blinders. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. I was just 100% in. Nothing yeah. was going to take me out of that performance. Yeah. Just a PSA for readers of the pod. Please do not sing along at the Broadway shows. At yeah. the shows you attend. You are not getting paid to sing. And no one paid to hear you sing. So no. please keep keep it. Keep it pumped, it's this. Yeah. <laughs> Shut it down. Because it could be someone's first time. You don't right. have to give a reason, but yeah. it's like, yeah. you clearly love that musical, so yes. you know all the words. Why would you strip that opportunity from someone from else, else to That's experience it the same right. way? A great way to frame it. Yeah. Sing it in your car. That yes. is the place for That's you where to you sing, sing it. it. Yeah. Scrout it in the shower. That's for you. That's your time. Absolutely. Go to Marie's <laughs> Crisis and scream it. Like, that's where you do yes. it. Yes. Go to Marie's Crisis. That, actually, don't no, love that. Don't no, go don't go to, to Marie's crisis. crisis. Get out of there. Stay away. It's actually bad. Don't go. <laughs> Too horrible, many people horrible. in there. <laughs> Um, okay, let's let's get back to Hades Pull down. Back to Hades um, down. Anyway, the whole point of Way that was down. that we sat next to people who were lovely, and so we had an even better experience because. Okay. That's yes, my ride. You pop. guys talk shit about Marie's crisis. <laughs> I called oh my the God. Palmer to come pick me up. Sorry uh, to start my tractor. What is that? What is that coming from? I don't know. I'm assuming. I will go yell. <laughs> Get out of here. Two seconds to be idling here, sir. <laughs> this is a he no wake you. zone. <laughs> no wake zone. <laughs> okay. That means do not wake me up. <laughs> <laughs> that was dumb. Oh, that made me That's laugh. what I specialize in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Seriously? Genuinely. Is it a motorcycle? <laughs> I'm gonna find out. It doesn't sound nearly as loud unless you. This is what this is why I say we need to get a light outside of the apartment <laughs> that says recording. <laughs> you can't go to work. We're yeah, doing a exactly. <laughs> Shut the fuck up around this apartment. <laughs> We're very busy doing work that we don't get paid for. Spoiler, <laughs> like what's going on? Oh, goodness. It doesn't sound as loud out here without the headphones. These mics are really Oh, yeah, I'm actually though. curious. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's like nothing. What a difference. <laughs> These mics are so... The mics are like, this car is in your house. Um, yeah, wow. Okay, incredible. Good job, You are driving Mitch. the car. Great mics. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, comedians getting coffee in cars. But, <laughs> but it's in your apartment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's podcasters talking about musicals yeah. in an if, apartment. If you close a window, we're all going to pass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I've always said that you are the Jerry Seinfeld of this podcast. And thank you. And I do appreciate that. Um, I genuinely think it was that weird. There was a BMW out there, but like a mom version of a BMW. Cute. That must have had a spoiler and he was trying to parallel park. 
Mm. I guess it didn't work. Drove away. (laughs) (laughs) That's perfect. I love it. That's a good time. (laughs) Um, Okay. Any other songs that we loved I mean, um, specifically yeah my i feel like my favorite song changes consistently which i think is a good a yeah. sign mm-hmm. yeah. um right now my main kick for the past few weeks has been uh if it's true mm. i just think it's like it's long and yeah. it builds and like oh. everyone kind of gets like not not everyone but like a lot of different people get a, a moment mm-hmm. like yeah. like hermes pops in for like a few bars mm-hmm. and it's great um it has one of the best lines which is um I believe we're stronger than we know. I believe we're stronger than they know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, yes. yes. Oh, I love that. You got this. <laughs> scheme. We love a scheme. <laughs> um, Unionize so your workplaces. <laughs> yeah. So that's definitely like, I think overall, that's definitely like top three, top four. But yeah. right now, it's been like my one. Okay. Yeah. Love that. Con, um, anything for you? Um, I. It's not necessarily like my favorite song, but. Mm-hmm. Weirdly, because I've been listening to the soundtrack for a while now. Um, weirdly, yesterday when we were at the show, um, the line in the song when he's introducing himself to Eurydice, your Orpheus, Orpheus. Is, mm-hmm. when he says, um, when he's talking about the song, um, and he's like, it isn't finished yet, but when I sing it, spring will come again. For some reason, that line just fucking hits me, mm-hmm. and I started crying. <laughs> I love it. I was like, because. I don't like in my mind it's like spring will come again we can have hope we can look forward mm-hmm. to something mm-hmm. and like so that song and then the song um who's going to give like the wedding band and that kind of thing yeah. those have been my uh two that I've been listening to like over and over again yeah, yeah the wedding song is great yeah. I have always been a fan of all I've ever known yeah. um but I also really like uh hey little songbird I don't know why. There's just something. Yeah, there's just something about it. Like tonally, it yeah. feels um, very specific. I don't know how to explain it, but it's like it just feels like a predator, like circling yeah. its prey. Like well, I mean, somehow like, yeah, the song is. Song yeah, and yeah. It, but it feels like that. Right. Like if if you're building this tension and this mm-hmm. stress and like is she going to say yes to this deal is she mm-hmm. going to sign her life away kind of thing like don't you all know don't make deals with the devil right. come on ever heard of it but i think one of the interesting things of the way that they build the tension in that song it isn't through like the like music in the background because mm-hmm. the music in the background is very subtle very mm-hmm. understated it's entirely coming from even Obazada and Patrick Page, yeah, like that that their voices interaction, are, yeah, mm-hmm. is what's building that tension, which is so interesting, yeah. But, and also, like, if I recall, I mean, you two saw it way more recently than I yeah. did, but like, I remember the stage being very bare for that. Yeah, like, it was kind of just the two of them, and then like the background, like empty space, and then the band, yeah, where they are. Um, but yeah, it's like no other like set pieces, no other people, yeah. like. And there's not a lot of scenes like that. There's not yeah. a lot of scenes that don't have at least. Mm, the fates or a couple yeah. other people yeah. like the or workers or, or Hermes yeah. like yeah you're right it's it's pretty stripped down like yeah. it does become almost spotlit just like the two of them yeah. which I think really works in that moment because she is feeling very alone she's yeah. feeling abandoned um, and sort of this like oasis in the desert comes you know with a promise like right. it's it's really interesting I, th- I have been really enjoying that song 
um, on re-listens. Yeah, I think it's one kind of like jumping off of that to talk about character a little bit. I really like the mirroring that happens between the two couples mm-hmm. um, in terms of their character, but I like that it's gender swapped. Yeah, because Hades and Eurydice are very similar because mm-hmm. Eurydice is like because she has that line where she's like, "Must be nice to be the king," mm-hmm. and then Orpheus and Persephone are very like mirroring each other because like they're more of like the romantic like dreamy kind of mm-hmm. part of the pairing mm-hmm. and I think that's a really interesting choice to have it not just the mirroring of the two couples but also have it gender flipped yeah right yeah I also really liked that um it's not I want to say that hey little songbird sounds like a seduction but yeah. it is not a romantic seduction. No. Yeah. It's promise of shelter. It's promise of like fulfilling, yeah. fulfilling of your basic needs. Like we're meeting the Maslow's hierarchy. Yeah. And that's it because it's just staying true to the like Hades loves Persephone. And he literally says later on in the show, like that little girl means nothing to me. I, I don't care about her. Right. You're back. Um, <laughs> incredible. Like that girl, like I just need workers. I'm right. I'm here to feed bodies to the machine. I, right. I don't really give a shit who they are, um, and w- which I appreciated because I was nervous because Hey Little Song- Songbird sounds like a seduction. Yeah, I was like, oh, is he falling in? Is this about Hades wanting mm. Eurydice to stay because he loves her or has fallen like yeah is attracted to her? But it's really not. It really is just grist for the mill. Yeah, and like. He's the he's in love with Persephone. Blood of the worker will oil the yeah. cogs of capitalism. Exactly, and I just really appreciated that. Like, I don't know, it's that five hundred dollars sign on bonus, so we can pay you seven twenty five an hour. Yeah, right. Like, here's this really sweet deal. Oh wait, it's actually fucking terrible. Yeah, right. <laughs> you are going to be working, and I don't give a days. shit about you. Like all the things that I said I would give you, yeah. I technically filled the requirement right i said i did what i said i would do it's just not very nice mm-hmm. like the trappings aren't really there no. um that bait and switch of class politics is so good i love it it works for me it works I very love well it. yeah <laughs> but it doesn't feel overwhelming yeah i get that i loved it um, so sorry and i think like um, in terms of songs, I mean, like, Living It Up on Top is just, mm. like... So fun. Yeah, it's just, like, that's such a... Right. And it happens, like, early enough, but, like, yeah. not so much that it just, like, hits a peak, like, too early or anything. Yeah. It's just, yeah. like, oh, we're having fun now. Like, it's so, so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Getting everybody it, involved. It captures yeah. that feeling of, like, oh, it is summer, and, like, we are finally... We don't have to be in our apartments anymore. Yeah. Like, it, is. it captures that feeling really well. It felt like... Like, I was feeling that... I feel like yesterday was kind of the first day that yeah. I've, like not been I, I traveled a lot through May, so I didn't get a whole lot of time in the city to like mm-hmm. be with friends and right. really shake off the winter like, doldrums. Winter. Yeah, exactly. And so yeah, living it up on top really I was like, oh, this is my friends and I go into brunch. Yeah. Like this is Literally the first an like, hour ago. <laughs> summer outdoor brunch where we get to just like be together and have fun and be in the sun and feel like vitamin D and feel pleasure again <laughs> like right. the seasonal affective disorder is out we love it <laughs> Get um, out of here. yeah it just felt like it really felt like the season's changing yeah. and it felt very um relatable mm-hmm. like i think that's what a good musical does it's like 100%. yes this is a greek myth this is a story that has existed for millennia and yet we're doing like it's applicable to you right now there's a couple lines in there about like yeah being depressed in the winter <laughs> that i was just really like 
yes, so yeah. true, bestie. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> it was really resonating with me. But um, I also like, uh, is it way down? It's not way down Hades Town. Um, when she's like, it ain't right and it ain't natural, whatever that. Yeah, that's Hades Town. Uh, that is yeah. Hades Town. Yeah, um, I think it's um, Chant. It is. Was it Chant? It might be yeah. Chant. Okay. Um, I love that. I think Persephone is like, pointing out all yeah. of the like lover like i built you this wall and she's like it's fucked up like it, it's not right whatever you're doing is right. fucked up and it's making me feel bad yeah. he's like but i did it for you like okay well i don't like it <laughs> so stop <laughs> yeah and he has that really interesting line in that song where he says um maybe i'll find somebody else who can appreciate a gilded cage mm-hmm. so, so good yeah, <laughs> that whole run where he's just he's like get her a shackle made of solid gold right. and all these things it's like that's a bad thing oh but it's luxurious <laughs> but that's bad oh but he's it's that's nice nice, it's nice. I'm like, it is solid gold <laughs> yeah that's 15 carats baby like that's just like the kind of like i don't know it's like candy writing yeah. it's just like oh yeah give me like a tell yep. me what it is and then tell me the cool thing about it yeah oh, god i do so satisfying it really is it's it really good. is it hits that like right that sweet spot so well and yeah. she does a lot of uh, what i really appreciate about um anais mitchell's lyricism is that she is doing like all these um devil aphorisms yeah. or like or she not even just devils specifically but like um someone who appreciates a gilded cage um and then he says who makes work for idle hands i do like it's so smart but yeah. it's not obvious it's like a very nice that's a funny it's a funny play if you know like the devil makes work for idle hands right it's a, it's a self-referential he, where he's saying like i'm giving you something to do and he's trying to be like that's a good thing but also it's yeah. kind of calling out this yeah. like classic saying i don't know i just think she's so there's so much about the show that i think is so so smart and subtle in a way that is enjoyable and mm-hmm. even if you don't get it like yeah. if, that's just a a line read that works if you don't know yeah. it and if you do it just adds a little something fun for you it's nice that like because I was I was reading some of the reviews, um, and like somebody mentioned, like it's nice that uh, they're like actually taking a risk with a show instead of just like remounting an old show or doing a like movie adaptation. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really is it, they are taking risks. They're being really subtle. They're kind of like playing with the audience the entire time, and it really does pay off. Like you can't. I'm. I mean, this is just basically turning into another um, reefer madness. Know, but, but like, <laughs> it feels nice when you're trusted. Yeah, it feels nice when it. You know that the writer is trusting you, the audience, to get it. Like right. it's not spelled out for you. It's not mm-hmm. like by the numbers. Like it feels really nice to have someone assume that you have right. a level of knowledge that you're working with that isn't right. the fucking floor. It's like, not like it's not uh, like more modern musicals today. Like be more chill or like Dear Evan Hansen where they're mm-hmm. like just beating you over the head with the moral of the story. Mm-hmm. Telling you how they feel. Exactly. Telling you why it's right or so wrong. Exactly. So it's doing that thing. Yeah. yeah. And and I think there's like a place, I don't know, I think like things have different merits but I, I like, I don't know if I'd suggest this show to certain people in the sense okay. like it's like people who just like want to see a, a oh, sure. Broadway show mm-hmm. like for, you know, kind of a... To check, uh, to check off the list. Yeah, like yeah. they just want to see something while they're in town or something. Not sure. particularly like a big theater fan. They don't dislike it. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'd put this like near the top of that list Mm-mm. because I, I don't that. think it scratches a lot of those itches. Yeah. Right. I think you have to be looking for something a little more specific. Mm-hmm. And if you're looking for that thing, this is incredible. It. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, 100%. But I think like that's because it takes risks because it's like yeah. a different kind of show. 
Um, I think if you take out like a few numbers, there's not even some numbers you categorize as like big Broadway numbers. No, no. definitely not. Living Up on Top of Maybe is so effective because it's one of the few that's yeah. just like a big, loud, bright yeah. Broadway right. tune. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I think it's like a hard sell in some categories, but that's what's great about it. Too. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I'm, so often we have, especially in the past few years, we've seen those musicals that do take risks don't mm-hmm. get rewarded. Yeah. Like, for example, Great Comet. I was just going to say Great Comet. Like, yep. they t- uh, another Rachel Chavkin show. She mm-hmm. took so many risks and uh, Dave Malloy's, like, script, like, really did trust the audience to go with you on, like, this. Here's a chapter of from War, War and Peace. Peace yeah. <laughs> a book you've probably never read. <laughs> um, but, like, and and that lost to Dear Evan Hansen. Mm-hmm. And not saying that Dear Evan Hansen is a bad show. I Good mean, and bad to both. Yeah, you course. said merits to yeah. everything. But like it is really nice that the show that has taken risks and is trusting its audiences and is making those really interesting mm-hmm. artistic choices uh, actually like got its due. We should yeah. be rewarding that. Yeah. We should. Um, I. It's so funny. My parents visited a couple years ago and I knew they'd want to see some shows and so I got them tickets to Great Comet mm-hmm. because Josh Groban was in it. Right. And my parents love Josh Groban and yeah. I, I had never listened, still haven't, still haven't listened to it didn't know the plot at all it was just like Josh Groban is in it so they'll like it and like my my parents have seen a lot of shows but I would say they probably tend to more like to like more classic Broadway like the Wicked's the Lion King's um even you know like come from away I would say is probably more broadly has more broad appeal than great commented but and so they got out and they're like that I've never seen a show like that. Like the it, I they were like I, I don't even know if I want to say it was good. It was just so different to anything I'd ever seen. Like they just did not know how to feel yeah. about it. But I do feel like Hades Town is a similar yeah um, vibe where you're just like oh I wasn't. I wasn't expecting that there wasn't a big, bright Broadway. Yeah. Like it didn't end with confetti cannons and it didn't. <laughs> end. Could you imagine <laughs> where would, where would we put the confetti cannon? In right. This show? As she, as she falls into yes. the hole, confetti cannon. <laughs> like as it comes out of the hole too, yeah. sort of like a blood cannon. Yeah, in exactly. like Nightmare on Elm and Street. she's gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it, it is different to anything that's playing right now, yeah. but in a way that is really interesting and good and needs to be. You can't have every show be like that. No. And I don't want every show to be like that, but it's so refreshing to see something completely new, yeah. even though it isn't new. It's a Greek myth that's been around it's forever. It's an old song. Yeah. It's an old song. <laughs> and, and we're, we're going to sing it again. again. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's so nice to not have it be a. Uh, like an already existing, mm-hmm. already existing IP or yeah. property, or based on a movie, or based on a yeah. book, whatever. It's a breath of fresh air and yeah. a, a nightmare world of <laughs> art at the moment. Yeah, yeah. I just really appreciated it, and I'm desperate to go see it again. Honestly, yeah, honestly, <laughs> I want to see it from. So we were really lucky yeah. and got orchestra seats, mm-hmm. like to stay um, to the right um, audience, right. right house, right, yeah. and. Um, it was great. I mm-hmm. loved it. I was really afraid we were going to get like an obstructed view because mm-hmm. the tickets were like a hundred bucks a piece, which is very cheap for Broadway. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, but we, it wasn't, we saw everything. It was amazing, yeah. but I'd love to see it. Honestly, I'd love to sit in the mezzanine. I love, I, I was just thinking, I, I would balcony. love to be like front, like front row balcony. I yeah. That'd be really cool. I want to see, it from see the staging from above. Yeah. Um, 
Not because I think it would be better. It's just a different view. And you get to see something a little bit different. I'd even love to sit on House Left and be able to see kind of where Orpheus. So we were able to see like Persephone. um, Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Eurydice come in. um, But less. You get less um, Orpheus. Just the place where we were specifically. Yeah. So I wish that it was more affordable to go see it in every like section but uh, i would love my. to see it from the balcony for sure i think just once a week i want to see them lower and what i Pulling also love james is that cameron it- and going down there every every <laughs> weekend Hades town is my titanic, Your titanic. wreckage um I love that the platform also went up above yeah. the stage. It didn't just sit flush with the stage. Mm-hmm. It also raised up. And I loved the circular um, bands. I thought it was just one, but oh, it was yeah, two. They, they were yeah. going like counter to each other, mm-hmm. which was so cool, especially as you were talking about like the mirroring of mm-hmm. the couples when they had um, Eurydice and Persephone as uh, Orpheus is singing in the middle. So he's raised up. Yeah. Hades is to the side. Persephone is going one way. Eurydice is going the other. And like watching Eurydice watch Orpheus while Persephone is watching Hades. And Hades is watching Orpheus. Like it just was so cool. It's so incredible when people use staging so well Mm -hmm. like that. Like I was just in awe of all of the parts of the puzzle coming together so beautifully in that yeah. moment. And it was kind of hard to take my eyes off of um, Orpheus, honestly, just like he's clearly the center. Oh, um, but being able to sort of take in the full stage picture, just every single part is thought through. It's yeah, ah, I love theater. Literally Connor <laughs> and I turned to each other at the act break and we're like, okay, we love it. We love theater. We love, we love theater. <laughs> okay. It's a, it's an incredible craft. Let's go back to college. I'll major again. I'll do it right this time. I'll get my MFA. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, I want to be doing this. It's so, yeah. so good. So lucky to be able to see so it. So incredibly <laughs> lucky. Unbelievable. And how. Um, anything we missed? <laughs> Any big parts you guys want to call out um, that we didn't talk about? Um, I mean, nothing on my end. I really think like, yeah, just to emphasize, like the ending is so good. Mm, so and, affecting. <laughs> and you know what? It, when I listen to it, um, I think really the only song I never go back to is uh, Raise Our Cups or We Raise Our oh, Cups yeah. at the end. Yeah. I, I like that what it is in the show. I like yeah. the moment, just like a little curtain call, a little extra. Of yeah. course. But I never find the need to like listen. To, like for me, the show really does end. Yeah. Right there. And, and the experience of listening to it mm-hmm. ends with that last song. Yeah. I would agree. Um, I also think the change from the off-Broadway to the Broadway in that last line is always interesting to me. Um, what was the change on that one? So on the Broadway version, it's, uh, you know, we're going to sing it again. We're going to sing it in the end. Yeah. And it ends. In uh, the off-Broadway version, it's, this is like, he sings, this is a song. This is a sad song. It's an old song, whatever. This is a song for anyone who tries. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, huh. Uh-huh. Saying a, a totally different thing, but yeah. both within the world of like the show. Right. Yeah. And I'm just like interested in like how that changed and like yeah. what the mm-hmm. reasoning was. Yeah. The changes are, are interesting. I would love to get like, yeah a verbal like an oral history of why they chose to change the things that they did not because i think it's for the worst just i'm interested in what motivated the changes yeah Yeah. both are great Mm -hmm. yeah but but they're also just like very it's not like it's not like a synonym like they're like it's a different thought yeah Yeah. it's a different almost moral like a different takeaway from the whole story essentially yeah yeah i was gonna i was gonna say i'm wondering if like maybe that like that change especially with that last line kind of like 
was meant to emphasize the subtlety of the show instead of like spelling out what they're trying to say. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that could be an ex- explanation for it maybe. For sure. Because yeah. they're also trying to say a lot of different things. Right. And I also wonder if like for anyone who tries gets that point across quite as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like for me, I was like, oh, they mean, you know, in terms of a relationship with one another. But right. It's like it means a lot of different things. Yeah. Because so. like it's not just the the like relationship aspect. They're also, you know, doing the whole like class politics and capitalism. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, like they're like you said, there's so many thoughts that like that. Yeah. That one line would be maybe like summing it up too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like changing it both like makes it more vague, but also yeah. like, clarifies it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that they're talking about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Mm. I art. also love <laughs> art. <laughs> Honestly, art. <laughs> <laughs> I also love at the end um, that it isn't just Orpheus and Eurydice on stage. Yeah. Um, that moment you have the fates and all of the workers mm-hmm. um, on the stairs also like coming to sort of like the mouth of the cave, right? They're all that close to the end. Yeah. And they, I don't know, like, I mostly was watching Orpheus and Eurydice, but then had a couple opportunities to like steal a glance at yeah. what was going on back there. And oh, I love when people act in the background. Like, oh, yes, <laughs> you are an actor. I love Do that. Do your job. Real. Yes, get your paycheck. But, like, it's not. It's not the sadness of he turned around and they lost and like lost his love. Like right. they're not affected by the love story. They're affected because like their chance at freedom yeah. was lost. Also, right. like just. Oh, it I was know. heartbreaking on so many different in so many different ways. And like, I love that that moment is in total silence. Total silence. Just yeah, it's you, it's me. And like that's why we could hear the gasps when he turned around <laughs> yeah. in the audience. People were like, <gasps> yeah. And I was like, <laughs> that was the moment where I was like, oh, I forget that not everybody is a Greek mythology freak like I am. Because <laughs> I've known the ending of this yes. story. <laughs> but even so, like. I was not, I mean, I knew I would cry. I was not expecting to cry as much as I did. And I was not expecting to be as heartbroken by the ending as I was. Because I was like, well, he turns around. Like, okay, how, like, sad could it be? Right. Um, But it it turns out very. (laughs) It goes back to that thing of, like, because the story is cyclical, you're, it's that feeling of, like, maybe this time they'll make it mm-hmm. like maybe, maybe this maybe time, this I'll, time I'll win yeah. <laughs> like it's it is that feeling of like uh, hoping that the outcome will be different mm-hmm. like just take one more step yeah. like that's all you're wanting and it never changes mm-hmm. um and that's where the, i think that's where that feeling comes from yeah i mean i think i said it before but like the heartbreak for me was not him turning around. The heartbreak for me was resetting the steam. Yeah. The heartbreak for me was her coming in her and coming saying, in and anybody, anybody got a match. match. Yeah, like, that. I, I'm, I'm devastated. Yeah, right. <laughs> the turning around was, yeah, it's, it's, it's what it is. And, it it's, is, but, and yeah. it's like, oh, wow. But her coming in when you realize what they're doing and mm-hmm. what they right. kind of been doing is like, you fucking you, son of a... <laughs> yeah, exactly. How dare you? <laughs> so true. It's so good. I know. Um, okay. All right, let's let's get to man and chair. Um, Zach, man and chair this for us. Why do you love it? I just think like, again, I kind of said this before. I don't think there's anything quite like it right now, like mm. in the theater world. Um, I think it's not for everybody, but I think it's for a lot of people. I'm not saying it's like the super niche thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that if it's for you even a little, uh, there's just like so much to take out of it. And yeah, there's so much just to, like to love about art from it. Yeah. Um, I think you just take something different from it. Uh, yeah, I was, I was just really, really floored by it. And I and I didn't know 
like all that much i knew like the general story Mm -hmm. but i really didn't listen to the cast recording or anything before seeing it yeah Yeah. um and to each their own some people can do that and still like love it some people get whatever um but this is one where i like i really didn't know so i was just like i didn't even know like a lot of the style of the music i I, I was i was really just like excited but i think there's something for everyone Mm. if there is something for you. That right. makes sense. <laughs> yes, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I, I leave you guys like, the fuck did that mean? <laughs> Convoluted <laughs> sentence. Mm, a mystery. <laughs> we do love mysteries. We here. do, we do. Yeah. Um, Connor, man, and share this for us. Yeah, I just, I really like that this musical, like I said earlier, is unafraid to take risks. Um, I think it's incredibly bold, uh, especially in today's political climate, to put a show on stage especially for uh, uh, an industry that attracts a lot of tourists and, Mm -hmm. you know, people from like the middle of the country or from more conservative places and say something as bold as capitalism is destroying our world Mm -hmm. um, and essentially challenge its audience, but also trust them to, uh, um, you know, understand that. Uh, And I think that it's a really bold message to be putting on Broadway. Um, I really, really just love the music I like it. Like we said, that moment when the walls split apart and the music is swelling like that was it just hit me so much. And it's just like that. The reason that I love theater is like you have those moments of magic that overwhelm you when you're in the audience. Mm -hmm. It kind of just reminded me like why I love this art form so Mm -hmm. much. Um, But yeah, that's like those are my main things. (laughs) Meryl, man and share. Yeah, I mean, retweet to everything you guys have said, honestly. <laughs> I like, could just say ditto and wrap it up. But right. um, just a few highlights for me. Uh, love the music and lyrics. Mm-hmm. I think one of the best um, shows that I've listened to recently. And again, no bathroom songs, no skips. Every mm-hmm. song's a banger. That's hard to do. That's yeah. really hard to do. Even in musicals that I like cherish and love, uh, I still have songs most of the time that I'll skip. Yeah, I mean, we usually skip Benjamin Calypso, <laughs> you know. <laughs> How dare you? I never skip Benjamin Calypso. Um, and I never will. And that's my solemn oath to you. Uh, I would never say that this is a simple stage. Yeah. But I appreciated we're not flying in a lot. We're mm. not like dry. It's. It is taking place in sort of two distinct sets, but the set coming apart and coming back together, as much as I loved and was like gasping as it came apart, when it came back together to like signify that he's getting closer to the top, every single part of this is so well thought out Mm -hmm. and well done and that's what theater should be like. That's what theater excelling. It's people at the top of their craft. Yeah. Um, incredible set designers, lighting designers, uh, musical directors, choreographers, like everybody working um, in the most like they're at the top of their game. And it comes together to make this production that works every single time that like hits in <clears throat> And you take something different away from it. I think every time you listen to it or you see it, like something new. Mm-hmm. I think there there's probably something new to be amazed by or to fall in love with yeah. every time you see it. I know that I feel that every time I listen to it. Like mm-hmm. you were saying, Zach, every time you listen, you have a new favorite song. Yeah. But like that is, yeah, I couldn't agree more. Like something 
I'll hear a line that I never heard before, never heard in that specific way that like changes the whole tone of the song for me or changes my perspective. And I am so grateful for that. I don't feel like I get it um, as much, but Mm -hmm. it's so nice to feel that when you hear a show that does that. So, of course. Recommend Hades Town. Run, don't walk. Run, if it's don't touring, walk. Uh, please go get tickets. Like, <clears throat> really and truly, go see the show if you can at all. I think it's. I, I really, really recommend it. Um, and maybe you take your friend who you don't think it might be their thing, yeah. but like you bring them and try and sort of get them into the theater for that reason. I think it's 100%. worth it. Yeah, like worst comes to worst, they're like, eh, not Meh. for me. Right. Yeah, <laughs> and then exactly. You hang out with it's your fine. friend for a bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> but I don't think they'll walk away actively like hating, hating it. it. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I'd be surprised if. I mean, I'm sure they exist, but I'd be surprised. I'm sure, I'm sure there's people who despised it. But, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. yeah. But that's anything. So whatever. Yeah. So it's fine. Um, but yeah. Okay. Uh, Zach, anything to plug? Yeah. Uh, the Broadway beat, uh, where you do like theater satire. Um, it's really fun. Check it out. Write for us. It's so easy. Just send me some headline pitches. If you've never written satire before, we'll teach you how to write it. Um, I think we're a really, really nice group of writers and whatnot. So we have a Slack where we, t- uh, talk about theater and do headlines. It's great. Uh, it's, it's, <laughs> It's really good. Uh, uh, so please Can't write confirm. for us uh, yes. and read us and whatnot. Uh, we have some live shows, so just like check those out. Um, I also host a free monthly show uh, with my good friend Ethan Hardy, who's a great stand-up. Uh, first Thursday of every month at Pine Box Rock Shop in Brooklyn. Love um, Pine Box. It's great. <laughs> yes. uh, it's just like a variety show, stand-up, character, Fun. sketch, uh, musical guest, completely free. The drinks are cheap, and it's just it's it's fine. It's a good time. Nice. Um so yeah, come to that. It's called Crucible. It has nothing to do with the play. Uh, <laughs> Perfect. We just did word association back and forth and got to Crucible and said, yeah, let's do that. Nice. <laughs> I love it. I love that. Um, we will definitely put that in the show notes as well so for people sure. can find you. Perfect. Um, Connor, anything for you to plug? As usual, you can follow me across all platforms at CRLA12 on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. You can find any of my funny writing or funny videos there. Meryl, how about you? Nothing for me, but you can find this podcast across all platforms at Bits Over B-Way. You can email us bitsoverbway at gmail.com we are on patreon patreon.com slash bitsoverbway none of our content is paywalled so please check it out um and maybe one day we will provide content for money but eh, it's a lot of work um we are wherever you get podcasts stitcher soundcloud google play apple podcasts if we're not where you listen to a podcast let us know and we will get to where you listen to a podcast if you like us uh please tell your friends about us rate and review like and subscribe but we will only be accepting five-star reviews so if you have Only. something else to give us, you can just email that. You don't need to leave that um, in a public forum where anyone can see it. We will delete it. Yeah, insult us personally, but please don't take it to the public forum. We we can't survive that kind of criticism. No. We have theater degrees. Um, <laughs> we're just not built for that. Uh, that is all I have. Bye. I also think like the logistics of like how far behind was because I could be like, right. like are you good? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, she's been singing this whole time. Right. That's my, my question. My question about the logistics is like, are they not allowed to talk to each yeah. other? Like yeah. what is she like, can't, what? like hold-